Hey guys, and welcome to this podcast, which is going to be an episode with myself and Christian Carbs and, and Kreps. I call him it's by Jay. his Instagram name because all of you will know him by his Instagram name, I imagine. But Christian's a guy that I've been I've been sort of contacting with and, and, and sort of communicating with on Instagram for a while. We've been going back and forth since I think I was in contest prep pretty much. So Years, um, we've been chatting for ages and one of the things I really do like about Christian is that he's very honest, he's very real, and he shares a wide diversity of what he does on Instagram. So he doesn't just share like gym lifting clips, he doesn't just share food, he doesn't just share, um, you know, like uh, like all the normal shit that people share. He shares a wide diversity of stuff, and I think we most, I think we. I think we uh, sort of share content on a lot with regards to traveling because we both went sort of on big trips together um, in terms of uh, us, like our big trips were both on our own. So those trips itself, like they're very, they're very difficult and not many people do them. And I think that that's why me and Christian could relate there. We had a lot of conversations when we both went away on our own Um and I think a lot of people started doing it as well. I saw more people doing it and more people messaging me saying, fuck, I'm going to book a holiday on my own. I'm going to go somewhere yeah. on my own. And that's, I'm sure you got the same, mate. But, yeah. and it's super cool when, and this is why I wanted to do this podcast about this topic is because it's super cool when you see that there's someone else out there that's doing something or that's experienced something. And then you feel almost like more comfortable to do it yourself. And if we can use our, you know, relatively small at the moment, but I'm sure will be bigger in the future, level of, you know, Instagram profile to do that. Because on the big scale, you know, our accounts are small, you know, in comparison yeah. to some fit pros and shit like that. But when they get to a bigger scale, if we can influence more and more people like that, that's pretty cool. So yeah. that's why I got Christian on the podcast. So I believe that we can reach out to some people that are potentially dealing with the above topic, which is, obviously eating disorder based um more so in line with just you know i guess it's it's obviously you know some people do definitely deal with eds but also it's i think within bodybuilding people are scared to admit it but it's more behavioral habits that are just really poor um <coughs> so they're eating behavior like whether it's a labeled as a disorder or not it's not fully right you know yeah, i've had phases where i'm not fully right um and I think it's more it's important that people admit it. So I'm gonna stop blabbing on anyway about Christian and about what we're gonna talk about and we're gonna let sort of Christian talk a little bit. So um Christian, I'd first like you to start with essentially where it all began with you in the sort of fitness and bodybuilding and dieting and obviously having some awareness of where your food intake is at and things like that. Where did where did it all begin for you? Because I know that you were a completely different person to who you are right now. Yeah, just just a tad. I think I've been through literally every single phase you could ever imagine. So yeah. I became aware of like my weight and stuff when you know when your dad would describe it as puppy fat. Yeah. Oh, you just get rid of that. Well, dad, it never went. Um, like I was just skinny fat for my whole up until like 15 probably and I can distinctively remember and I just want to point this out I've probably only come to realise um, 
my troubles with with food and stuff probably the start of this year. Interesting. So wow. eleven years, uh, I hadn't known not hadn't known, but this is the only time that I've been like, right, this is a fucking. I'd know where it stemmed from. Why do you think that was, Christian? Like, why do you think it took you so long to realise that it was an issue? Do you think that not not enough there was not enough awareness of it, or probably not enough awareness of it? Probably too scared to even admit that there's something wrong. Yeah, and I think sure. that's definitely inherent um, in the fitness kind of world. So not just leading this, this isn't just fitness. Everyone, you know, can kind of relate to this, but I think it is more so in the fitness related world. Um, sure. And I'd say more so with men that not, don't admit it because perhaps scared to even admit it. Um, I feel like it's weak. <laughs> yeah, when it's not. It's not. When you actually, <laughs> if you have, if you flip through stories on Instagram, you will see if people have issues with eating yep. all day, but yeah. they're not. To them, it's just they're taking pictures of their food. Yeah. Um. So yeah, 15, 16, whatever, something like that. And I was like, right, I'm going to lose some weight. And my idea of losing weight was we were members of David Lloyd Health Club. Very nice. <laughs> get a sauna yeah. after the session, mate. Yeah, yeah, sauna and steam. Popping the jacuzzi. Yeah. Oh yeah, the jacuzzi with all the um. The honeys, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> so my my regime there was sit on the bike for two hours and pedal. Yeah. And I had, man, I was 15, 16, I had no idea about food. I don't, if you ask me what calories were, mate, what's that? You know, <laughs> in a foreign language. So my idea was that was one meal a day and just load of cardio. And, mate, I went, like, skinny. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I look, I, but I always, I can always remember looking in the mirror at that point, thinking, "Now, nah, now nah, I'm still fat, like I'm still fat, 100 percent." So I was like, yeah, more, more bike, <laughs> more David Lloyd action. Yeah, <laughs> sweat the weight off on the uh, the sauna. So um, yeah, that got to a point where I can remember my mom. This is a bit, it's deep, and no one really knows about this, but I'd rather just talk about it anyway. Yeah, um, for sure. I can remember my mom telling me like the year after that he, she was having my brother follow me to the toilet on holiday because she thought I was being sick after food. Oh, no. Which was, which was the case, but never let on that yeah. it was. Um, but to me, I didn't see any, like, I didn't think even at the time, oh, this isn't normal. Like, I didn't even, it was just blind to it. I was mm -hmm. like, I just want to lose weight because, like, always the chubby fatty kid at school mm. I didn't want to be yeah um, did you get like did you get anyone pick on you for that yeah 100% like yeah. Yeah, even at later well. stages like that was out of school um, and then probably later stages when I was like running bars and stuff and nightclubs and stuff you throw someone out of the club and the first thing they'll say is oh you're a fat prick or whatever <laughs> so yeah. that's like the first thing that's the first people would think yeah. when they saw me do you know yeah. what I mean <clears throat> so yeah, that was all that. And then I remember I went on a holiday, yeah, and my mum and dad, they're really into their fitness. They're very physically fit considering they're 60. Um, and my mum was here, well, come to the hotel gym. And I started, this was probably about a year after, probably like six, yeah, 16 to 17. And I just started doing like a routine every day in that gym for two weeks. Yeah, and you're on holiday in a hotel. All the food's clean, like as, as you want it to be. Yeah. And I can remember I was pounding chicken rice for like breakfast, mate. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, get it in me. And I can remember coming back here yeah, 
and I saw I was with a girl at the time, my first ever girlfriend, and um, <laughs> she was like, "What the fuck have you done?" I was like, "What you're on about?" She's like, "You look massive." Obviously, I wasn't, but like I just seemed to get a bit wider, you yeah, know. Sure. Yeah, the cap dealt immediately. <laughs> and um, so that kind of got me a bit obsessed with, right, okay, I could get big. Sure. Yeah. I got a bit too big. Okay. But, yeah, again. So yeah. I, and I remember like thinking, oh, why am I getting so like large here? Because yeah. again, like I say, mate, calories... No you didn't, idea. You didn't really, didn't really track or anything like that. No, well, mate, tracking. How, my how did you get? Wasn't... How did you get that initial diet for sort of muscle gain? Then did you follow it out of anything else that you saw or? Yeah, bodybuilding magazines. Oh dear. And yeah, chicken and rice every day, yeah. all of your, all of your life. Um, so very ill-educated on that. But sure. <clears throat> I didn't really seek any. Of this is what I've got to do. I knew you got to eat, and um, boy, I ate, mate. And when I think back to what I was actually eating, I'm like, now I know why I was so fat. <laughs> so it was like, and not moving at all. Any orange out the tap. Oh wow! Oh, four, five bottles probably a day. Oh dear. Yeah. So and then the protein flapjacks. Yeah. You know, you know, world's I was gym. doing them. Did you ever do weight gainers? No. Oh yes. You must yes. have done. You must have done. Everyone did weight gainers. Um. Oh, what was the brand? It wasn't me. I really wanted mutant mask because I like the name. I tried that. I tried that one. Yeah. <laughs> Big. I got. The... I got very fat off that. <laughs> yeah. Protein R. I, well. I. I also had mutant mask with a uh, gold top milk. Oh. I see. I might hate milk. So yeah. Strictly water. My um, my toilet trips were not fantastic on that. Yeah. Fibrous. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fibrous. Yeah. So um. <laughs> I can remember, and then creatine. I can remember having, oh, what was that brand? BSN, cell mass. Oh, yeah. It's like cell oh, tech. We, yeah, I yeah. Th I think it's mixed with dextrose, isn't it? Mate, God knows, but I was consuming. <laughs> and, uh, uh, this was probably at a point when I was in, like, in sixth form at school. Okay. And I remember I had a teacher at school really into the gym, and he was a big guy. Mm. And like in decent shape, and then he was like, "Right, we'll, we'll hit the school gym every like every lunchtime." Mm. I was like, "Yes, yeah, sweet." So in this we'll day and age, that would be um, that'd be not allowed. He'd oh, be well, fired. There was, from there was his... a whole. There was about twenty of us. He'd be fired from that position. Oh yeah. no! So it wasn't just you and him. No, no, no. Luckily, <laughs> I don't think he wanted that. One. <laughs> I hope not. Um, <laughs> it's like Christian, let's go. Let's go to the gym. And then, yeah, come to the gym, kids. Um, <laughs> So, I can remember, like, lunch times, mate. You know Tesco, chicken and bacon sandwich with mayo. Mate, our college was so similar. The, mate, that was my well. go-to. Yeah. With, yeah. Um, I was saying to you the other night, the uh, honey roasted cashews and peanuts. But, mate, the big bags. Yeah. Mate, I thought, oh, I'll have a look at what's in them. Like, recently, I've looked back. Mate, it's like 2,000 calories a bag, and I'll do Thank them you. every day. With, with the sandwich, with the Lucas Aids. It's good. it's good for volume if you're dieting. Oh, great, yeah. <laughs> Two handfuls and you're, you're immediately in a gaining phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. But um, Carry on, carry on. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't go as far as the nuts, mate, but I definitely <laughs> went down the sandwich route. Yeah. My, my general nutrition sounds very similar to yours in college, funnily enough. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you were getting yeah. big in this phase? Yeah, World's Gym, I joined there when it first oh, opened. interesting, okay. Yeah, literally like, probably, it was in the first year of it opening, and they had those flapjack, protein flapjacks, which I look at now, didn't realise they've got about 500 calories in. Yeah. And I was consuming three or four. Nice. So I must have been in a huge surface. Yes, of course. Like, and I was big. Hmm. But like, didn't what know did you get up? Did you, were you weighing yourself at this point? No, no, no. If I was, it was very rare. Okay, okay. Um, I get the knowledge on, on anything to do with bodybuilding, anything like that was kind of non-existent. Tracking, okay. mate, was my fitness pal available eight years ago? Probably not. I don't know, actually. <laughs> don't know. In, don't know when it was daisy, launched. In, from eight years ago and see what it was. It was, defi- it was definitely around when I was tracking. And I started tracking in 2014, so four yeah. years ago. So I don't know, yeah. about eight, maybe not. Yeah, probably not. And like... A pen and paper job back then. Yeah, well, I worked my... <laughs> what were macros? Yeah. Um, like, after the gym, one of those whole rotisserie chickens from, from Morrison's skin on, you oh, know, right? Yeah, so diet, essentially. <clears throat> and then I um, started working in, like, bars, restaurants, nightclubs, hours, just horrific... Um, and when you start running places, they, the chefs feed you every day, all day, all night. Um, not with like horrible food, like, you know, you want a fillet steak, let's have it, you know. And it was a constant eating all day and night. Um, I wasn't going to the gym at this point. Um, and then just kind of constantly got tired of the, you're a fat bastard. You know, Again, and yeah. I remember weighing myself at one point and got to 19 stone. Okay. Yeah. That's so heavy. I think that's about 260 pounds, isn't it? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That's pretty hefty. Yeah. And when I worked out in pounds, because that's why I work everything out now, I thought, fucking hell. <laughs> I was ready for Olympia, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you pretty much, yeah. Open class. Yeah. <laughs> Not even the 212s. No, no, no. Straight sail past them. Um, <laughs> so I can remember. Um, I was working in a bar um, and got quite friendly with the doorman and then the owner of the bar who they used to train together. So I was getting a bit of, a bit of motivation back and thought, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and lose weight. So I remember I was actively watching what I ate sure. and would just kind of get in the same routine every day, same foods. Because the thing is with me, I'm, I've got a very addictive personality right and if i like something i like doing something i will just keep doing it mm-hmm. and if i want to get good at something i just really want to get fucking good at it. um so i was like oh, fucking hell, i'm losing weight here <clears throat> but i was if i think back now i was eating a lot like i was still eating a lot but i was losing weight because i was actively like watching kind of what i ate and moving more going to the gym trying to get a bit more serious with the gym and then so I've always been into like lifting weight, always been into that, mm. but had no idea really what I was yeah. doing. And then I must have been what, 23, 24-ish, yeah, 23 to 24. And then I joined Foundry Gym in Warsaw. You've, you've been there yet? I haven't been there yet. I need to go. Atmosphere is amazing, but I just stopped going just for the time that I go is just far too busy. Yeah, sure. And equipment, the equipment's really good. Yeah. Um, you've got some clients that train there as well. I've got you? Alex, yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. 
Yeah, he's a good shout guy. out, shout, shout out. out. He'll watch this. He's like always the first. Yeah, I met Hawk straight on it. He's a good uh, guy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's provided me with some whey and some. Uh, some oh, he's an absolute hat. supplement whore as well. He yeah, fucking loves it. He loves yeah. A-list. He always orders their latest pre's. He's probably got Peak X pre-ordered. Uh, he's got, he's got too much money if he's, if he's ordered from A-list. Everything on A-list is obviously from the brands it's from. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100 quid a tub of protein. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. From A-list it's all right. From core it's not, not, too, not too cheap. Yeah, it's yeah. Very, exactly. Um, so yeah, started at Foundry and kind of got friendly with a guy who he was fucking like, he is a big dude in really in good shape all year round. Yeah. And I remember seeing him, I was like, fucking those veins are, and I was like, whoa, man, he's huge. Sure. And we started chatting every week and that sort of stuff. And I heard that he did like, like diet plans and stuff. And I said, oh, you know, how much to sort me out for the next, I don't know, 12 to 14 weeks. And we, we did a 40, 14 week, like just diet, and I went, I remember starting it, and I was about 16 stone. Yeah, I can't work out in pounds right now, but, um, and I remember at the end of it, my lowest weighing was 12 stone six. So a, a hefty amount of weight. Sure. Coming off in like, it was 12 to 14 weeks. And I thought I'll book like a photo shoot at the end of it, and I soon to look back on, well, I look back on the pictures now and think, I thought I was shredded at the time. I was lean, mm. <clears throat> but I was, you know, beach lean. Still, you know, it was, an, it was an achievement and all that. And I think that's probably where more of the, like, bodybuilding-related food issues came into play. So, same, same food every day. Saturday night cheat meal. Uh, that's when problems start. Yeah, because it creates think. a poor relationship with that meal. Yeah, right? 100%. And I'm not saying to people... You can't have a cheat meal. You can't go out and set night. Yeah. Right, mate, if I want to go out to eat soon, I'm setting night. I'm going out to eat. Yeah. yeah. And if I'm going to eat, I'm probably normally going to eat pretty big because I've got an appetite. Is it getting, it's tapping into your personality trait as well. With you being yeah. you know, an addictive personality, you're going to just lock in on that one thing. That's Saturday. So when you're locked in on a diet and a structure, you're perfect. Mm. When you're locked yeah. in on the idea of a cheat meal, you're fucking looking at cheat meals all week to plan it. Oh, mate. Instagram, where can we go next? Making lists of places. Sure. You know, and I had a girlfriend at the time. She was she was into the gym as well. Okay. Um, so she was kind of dieting at the same time, sort of. But we would look forward to going out on Saturday night. And it start. I mean, at the start of it, we weren't going hard. But you know what it's like. You get leaner. You get hungrier. Yeah, sure. And you get more the and more you get, food. Yeah, the harder you cheat. Yeah, exactly. And I remember it getting to a point, mate. <laughs> yeah, this is bad. Okay. Yeah. Where I'd, I'd had a real obsession with Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. And like, I'd see that a new flavor would come out or something like that. But there was two new flavors. So I was like, well, I'll get one of it. I'll just have half a tub each. And that, mate, Saturday morning, I was going out to get these. <laughs> Immediately on wake. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Fast um, B&G run. Yeah, yeah. And... <laughs> I can remember, mate, at points where I'd get it home, but well, I'll just try both to see which is best, so I'm not going to have tonight, and just nail both tubs in the morning. Wow. Ben That's and impressive, to be out, fair, because they are very go, sickly. Yeah, did not go down well. Um, like, I went to the gym within about two hours of that and was very ill. 
Yeah, 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 of course. But then still went out in the night for food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think because it was kind of, everything was so new to me, I, you don't think, you just think, oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, I still lost weight. Yeah. And I still got to the goal that I wanted to get to. Sure. Could I have got there faster without doing that? 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I enjoy doing it? 100%. Did I enjoy doing it when it was making me fucking ill? No. No. <laughs> because you just think, oh, fuck. But then I remember getting to a point where it was like, well, I won't look forward to next week if I just absolutely nail everything so I won't cheat in the week. Because if I nail everything and feel that ill, well, I'm not going to cheat in the week because I know how bad it feels. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I can remember this was a, this was a low point. <laughs> so I can remember it was about two weeks away from the shoot and he was like, like, no cheat this week. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I can deal with that. And I can remember my girlfriend at the time had finished dieting and we were walking around Tesco. She was picking out what she wanted and I obviously couldn't do that. And I actually started crying. Oh, no. In Tesco, mate. Because I thought, because I was thinking in my head, like, why can't I do this? Why can't I just eat something? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, when I think back to it, what the fuck was I even doing it for? I was, but when I think like that, I think, I'm doing it for me. So just fucking keep keep doing it I didn't do it didn't do anything did the shoe look great well it looked all right <laughs> and then um from that from that I was hooked on everything bodybuilding nutrition and it was only after that I downloaded my fitness pal because I'd never heard of it before so he was just literally saying this is what you eat yeah 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 and so same meals every day it was the usual stuff oats and eggs in the morning Turkey and veg, chicken rice cake with peanut butter, turkey and sweet potato. That's pretty much it, really. Do you think um, some, having a coach that you could communicate more and sort of say that you were experiencing, you know, maybe this outlandish cheat meal every week? Never even told him. No, you didn't tell him. Didn't tell him. No, I was seeing him every week, and he was just kind of well, you look better than last week. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, I'm buzzing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah cheats coming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then did like a, I sort of heard about like reverse dieting, that sort of stuff. Okay. So I did some sort of one. Um, I got pretty big again, got up to near 16 stone. But bear in mind, ever since I've got very serious into it, I've never been near, near that because there's just no point. Mm. And then I remember it was last year now. And I remember I started dieting before I went to Germany, I went to the Nürburgring. And then... Went there and came back and was like, right, hitting it serious. And I went down to 180 pounds, which was like my lowest weight. And for me, I mean, I had veins in my fucking stomach, in like pecs, shoulders, everywhere. I thought, I'm fucking lean here. Like, I've got to, like, surely this is lean, you know. And I started taking more of an involvement in my own nutrition. I was doing everything myself. Mm. And then, kind of got over a bit of fear of foods by watching people's Instagrams, seeing what people eat, swapping out foods, um, and just when, kind of... When did you start logging your progress on Instagram? Like, within physique and training-wise? About two years ago. Okay, so a decent amount. Imme- immediately lost about 4,000 followers from the, the car days. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. No, who wants to see a naked guy? No, you know no, no. I mean? yeah. Not a lot of people. Um... 
Damn, lost all the followers. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I like, started tracking that sort of stuff. But the, the tracking thing, the, the whole switching foods would stress me out because I can't be asked to work out on my fitness pal. Yeah. And in, inherently in the back of my mind, is like, I can't eat that. That's, that's dirty food. But then you see all these guys, Rice Krispie Squares bars. I remember that was the first thing I introduced post-workout that was not bro. Yeah. It would be just chicken and rice all the time. Sure. And I implemented, oh, fucking hell, this is good. I'm looking better and I'm eating like this, you know, more carbs. And then, you know, started getting seriously into it. And then, again, got down to that weight that I was pretty pleased with. Um, and then, like, f- fully did a proper reverse diet end of last year. Um, and then got up to a high of, what, 216 pounds. Yeah. And then this is obviously when I started dieting again, most recently for my holidays and stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of like where I'm at now. Absolutely. Um, but in terms of, like, food, like you said at the start, that, like, I still have some issues with food. Mm, 100%. Yeah, yeah. What would um, you say are the, are the main things that you're trying to work on at the moment that you feel is, are evident? So, enjoy life. Mm, okay. <laughs> at the end of the day, I, I'm very realistic myself. Sure. Okay. Genetically, I don't have the most amazing physique in the world. Okay. Yeah. Am I going to be a pro bodybuilder? Most likely not. Am I going to enjoy meals out with friends if I don't start fucking booking my ideas up? Probably not. Am I going to lose people over that? Probably. And like, like you said, it starts well with the holidays and stuff. Miami. If I went out there with the, the mindset that I did that time, it's like, I was, it, you know, I was eating out every night in Miami, but I was eating bro all day. Yeah, yeah sure. Like my normal meals, like I'd go out to the morning get my ten eggs and too whole yeah that's how i ate when i was away i think my opinion i think there's a balance right so there's a balance between you know when you go away when you go away for a trip like that you know you're on your own and you want to you want to remain in some sort of structure and then obviously have meals out as well and enjoy that and there's a balance in that to play there and i think that's that's fine um i think sometimes the issue is like trying to balance you know having the different foods having the new foods and then trying to balance that with not feeling like guilty about it or you know trying to battle it with i don't know i know your expenditure when you went away recently was like catastrophically high yeah do you think that that's something that and i'm not saying that work on that i'm just saying that do you think that in the future you'd like to be able to go on holiday and not think about not think about energy balance the entire time I, I i would love to think i would love to um yeah. at this moment in time for this year all, all three of my holidays this year i i couldn't have done that yeah you've just because, been very conscious of energy balance and making sure that you don't come back super heavy. mate i'm thinking all the time yeah, yeah, yeah. About it. and that ain't good no 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 it's, it's not nice for a holiday to, to to have to think like that ideally yeah and but I mean, I had a question come through on Instagram. He won't mind me mentioning him, Abraham. And he said about like guilt cardio or guilt after eating food and all that sort of stuff. And I don't see it as that okay. because I'm clever enough to know that I can eat all that stuff and not put on a lot of weight if I fucking move a lot. Of course. Okay. 
Yeah. I want to enjoy that food, but I also don't want to be fat. So I don't see that as guilt cardio. No. Because I don't feel guilt for eating food. I also just fucking wouldn't eat them. Yeah, I know I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean. It's quite simple, you know, like I think fuck the fucking majority like if you look if you look at the advice they'll give you on Christmas Day to avoid like gaining weight, they'll say right, go gosh. out for a fucking walk, you know. So like and then you'll have the same people say, Oh well you're not allowed to expend energy after eating crap food because that's guilt cardio or whatever. Yeah. At the end do of what the you day, it's, do. Just, it's just fucking energy, energy balance, isn't it, right? As yeah. long, I think as long as it doesn't exist on like a frequent basis where people are, you know, purely eating crap food and then doing a bunch of activity to essentially create an energy balance equation where they don't gain weight or they're doing it after, you know, after a couple of days of really bad eating and not moving enough, they're going yeah. out and doing crazy steps, crazy cardio. Um, and... Obviously, you know, your goals at the moment, you're not stepping on stage at the moment. So all of these all of these things are not necessarily detrimental to your physique because yeah. every time you go on, hol- on holiday, you're aiming to look good on holiday and then you're, a- you're aiming to then maintain that look for another holiday. It's not the fucking end of the world. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, that's, that's my opinion on that. I think that would stand for pretty much most people. Um, mm. I just think that it's important that people who watch your story realize that you know when you are eating the foods that you're eating you're creating an energy balance to be able to mm. eat those foods because yeah. what i'd hate for like some fucking 132 pound lad to see your stories and be like ah shit that's 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 how you're meant to eat if you want to gain muscle and then they're doing like a thousand steps a day and they'll become like a balloon yeah i mean but i think you day, preach that pretty well to be honest mate yeah i mean on holiday i'm there to enjoy myself and whoever says food isn't enjoyable is a fucking liar they are like these people that diet, like you can't be food phobic. I don't ever get food. bullshit. Everyone loves food. They do. Like, it's like when I said at the end of my prep, like I said this to Danny, funnily enough, in New York. I think we, I said this intra cheesecake. Um, <laughs> I said, I said, I, I I laughed and I said I remember when I told myself that the best food in the world or the best thing that I always look forward to the most was oats. And I was eating this cheesecake. And I was like, "This shit's all over fucking oats." Like, I don't care. Mate, I don't care I how good your fucking oats. bowl of oats is. Have a good slice of cheesecake, and then you'll soon realise that eighty grams of dietary fat in one meal, consistent of chocolate and cheesecake, is way more tasty yeah. than fucking Quaker oats. But each to their own, you I, know, mate. I don't get those people. I mean. Food focus is part of everyone's life, not just fitness. Everyone loves food. So don't get this whole hardcore, I don't have to eat this, I don't have to. Because it's fucking bullshit. Like, if you want to do that, that is fine and you're happy. That is fine. You do what you want to do. But don't go preaching that other people, you can't eat that. I'd argue if they're truly, 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 truly happy as well, man. Because. Oh, they fuck. There's a greater degree of life experience that you can get from having a variety of foods and you know trying new and different things that you wouldn't be able to try before you know um and i i i have only learned that through being the guy that you know dieted for like 45 weeks and ate the same stuff every single day and then when i was away i was a dick and i didn't really eat much at all away from my usual bro foods when i went away to both new york when I went to Miami, when I went to LA for the first time, I didn't, I didn't really relax at all. And 
yes, I enjoyed those trips, but I would say that I enjoyed the trips where I did actually switch off and just ate, you know, yeah. th- just what I wanted, you know, just ate what I wanted. And it's not... The switching off, the switching off bit is the most difficult. I met, I was looking on, um, I was on Train by JP earlier. and As you do. Yeah. It's just, it's class art, isn't it? The logs, it just, I love the logs. And I was reading about Corinne and she was saying about how she's going to be in the car most of the day. Okay. And in her head, she's thinking, I'm not expending as much. And, mate, 100% can relate. She think I've got to go here. Not so much anymore. I'm not as bad anymore, but it's still inherent, especially on holiday, mm. because of the amount I was eating. Yeah. Like, and that, when you say what are the things to work on is just to try and completely switch off. Yeah. Because there is always part of me. I'm enjoying the food 100% as I wouldn't fucking eat it. Yeah. But in the back of my head, I'm thinking... How many calories do you reckon's in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that ain't that ain't that's not switching off. Yeah, and I think there's a really good positive to being educated on calories and understanding what's in food, but I also think there's an element of like once you understand what's in food, there's no real going back from that because every time, every time you look at a meal, you you have this awareness, yeah. and that awareness creates a response of. If I want to stay leaner, I've got to go and do some more steps after eating this. Mm. If I want to, you know, gain weight, I've got to eat this and then probably not move so much. You know mm. what I mean? And I know that when you push up your food, you've had phases in which your appetite has been very, very low. Um, and that same thing applies. You know, you've got you've got to be aware of the different processes and how you how you're going to apply yourself to them. Um, I think it's just a difficult it's just a difficult equation to balance, but. I think that that more people will be feeling more comfortable as a result of like, sort of hearing these kind of things because I don't I don't think anyone is is truly inept from dealing with some element of issues with food like if they've gone through at least one diet the post diet or in the diet or something like the amount of people that I in an off season wouldn't have ever expected them to have real issues with food during a diet. I had plenty of issues with food during mm-hmm. a diet, you know, whether it was overeating, binging in a contest prep or yeah. overeating excessively post-show. Yeah. Like, and a lot of people that I just really wouldn't expect it to be either. Um, yeah. And it, and it's surprising sometimes, especially when you know, you really know someone and then you just think, why, why the fuck did you do that? But, yeah, yeah exactly and then like i don't think other people around you who don't get it make anything worse yeah. like sorry make anything better yeah so you'll be at work mate i eat the same meals every day at work yeah sure. as soon as i open it up what you got there you know this because mm-hmm. i've been here a year mm-hmm. and i eat the same mm-hmm. yeah or you dig into something else that might be not clean oh is it cheap day? oh it's leg day in it it's like you're made to feel like shit because you're yeah. having something different. Yeah. And it's like a lot of people look look to themselves on like they've had a binge or or whatever. Look at the people around you who are doing this every day. You look at people at work, they just eat shit. Well, they don't feel bad. So why are people who, you know, into fitness, they're on Instagram, they preach, you know, how amazing it is. And then they have a, a binge yeah, like once in a blue moon, and it's like the end of the world. 
look around you what people are doing every day like give yourself a bit of credit if you want to eat something eat it just fucking enjoy it don't feel bad about it yeah so i don't think other people help no no they don't at all um i was gonna post as i probably will at some point like this sort of it's this balance hierarchy thing that i've thought of in my head because when when you've got no balance Everyone fucking tells you that you need more balance and that you need to go out more, that you need to eat more and like, eat more off plan and blah, 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 blah. Everyone tells you that. So like, for example, take someone like Jack, like Thorburn, who eats the same shit for like eight years. Everyone's yeah. telling Thorburn, you need to go out more. You need to have a girlfriend. You need to do this. You need to do that. Quite frankly, I think that's fucking annoying. And I purposely do not do it. I purposely, when he posts up something like he's eating out, like when he went to Prezzo, I purposely didn't do anything i didn't yeah. say well done or because he doesn't need fucking applause for <laughs> so eating a proud, fucking mate. pizza no one cares about that, applause for eating a pizza he's gone out he's had a meal fantastic ignore it now you got this level so you got the level where everyone's telling you to do all these things and as soon as you start teetering up and you do this more frequently you do this more frequently if jack started doing that more frequently everyone would start telling me he needs he, he needs less cheat meals he needs more time eating structured, you know. So when when I went to New York, obviously it was an accumulation of of some other trips. So I had like Paris. I went away. I went to LA and things like that. I had quite a few messages of saying, "Don't you feel like you're losing out on progress when you go on trips like this?" And I'm like, and the "You're the same fucker you. who four months ago said, don't you feel like you're missing out on life because you don't go on holiday or you don't eat this?'" When was like, your last bit of alcohol, you, bro? When was the last bit of alcohol? You're not missing out. I'm a fuck. Yeah. And then you have it, and they're like, "Oh, mate, you pissed." <laughs> yeah. Or, "Oh, mate, don't you don't you worry? Alcohol, all this alcohol is affecting your progress. Like, I, I there gonna, is no winning. Mention, there is no winning on Instagram." I was going to mention Thorburn, but I didn't want to like, drop any names or anything like that because a lot of people do message me back. He's well known. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He is because he's when you get someone different, everyone fucking loves it because yeah. he's because he's so extremist. Everyone loves following him. That's I why fucking, I love following him, man. I love love watching his stuff. I, 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 and I, I, as a person, I've never met him. I would say I love the guy. I think he's yeah. great. He's very intense. He's the same intense person that you'd expect him to be in person. He's great. Yeah, man. and it's yeah. like I could, a lot of people don't understand the way he is. My thought process behind is this guy has the potential to be a natural pro. Oh, 100%. He does. So but unfortunately, like, I'm gonna, he's not, it's not out of genetics. It's out of pure and utter work ethic. And like, genetically, his bollocks. physique isn't the best. Yeah. It's like... So I understand why he does what he does. Yeah. And yeah, he protect, probably potentially has a few issues regarding food. Yeah. But he, he, at the end of the day, this podcast, he, who hasn't? Mm. has got some sort of issue when dealing with food at the end of the day the guy looks the way he does because of his routine simple yeah. and if that makes him happy fucking do it yeah. because he will look skinless every time he goes on stage because oh, he absolutely. is fucking mental yeah, you, yeah like you, you can't be sane to get into that level of conditioning you have to be um, pretty pretty fucked up in the yeah. head to be able to get go go that far, and like, I think he actually enjoys that process a lot. Yeah, <laughs> he I doesn't, think he enjoy, enjoys doesn't the, mind about doing that. Enjoys the feeling like shit. Yes, yes. Like 
to an extent, I think, you know, he doesn't 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 whinge and moan, put it that way. No, no, it's certainly not fucking easy at all. No, (laughs) and it's like, I mean, I can kind of relate. I like being really hungry when I'm dieting because it gets obsessive. I like seeing that scale come down every day, and I like seeing new stuff on the physique. I mean, mate, for Mexico, I sent you pictures. I had lines in my ass yeah, yeah. and my lower back was a Christmas tree for a fucking holiday. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck is that about? Yeah. But I remember at one point someone saying to me like, oh, well, you've got to a point now, but you've got like two weeks left. And I said, well, what do you think I'm going to do? Just not try and take more off. It's mm-hmm. like, you get, you're obsessive. Yeah. 100%. And like, well, I can just cut food. I can just do more. And they just don't understand it, but it's just, it's just a mindset thing really, isn't it? Um, yes, indeed. What would yeah. you say? What would you say your primary goals are over the next few years? Then not out, not within food or anything like that. Just within yeah. like your physique Gen- and stepping on stage and things like that. Yeah, I get the question a lot weekly. Are you you're going to compete? You're going to compete? You're going to compete? And my issue with, with the competing thing is everyone does it far too soon. Diet down, realize they haven't got any muscle. Place last. I don't. I don't want to do that. No, Please because last. people do it for the pictures on stage. That, that, yeah, a yeah. lot. Of, I, I do feel like. Oh, a lot of people do it for a post-show cheat meal. Yeah. I, I mate, if you want some food, just fucking go out. You don't have to do a show. Yeah. No, and then I always say the same to people. I simply don't have enough muscle to be what I want to be, and then I'll say, "Well, you never will." Okay, well, if it takes me 20 years, then I'll get on stage in 20 years. Yeah. I, I don't have a satisfaction of standing on a stage. Yeah, it'd be great. But of men looking at my physique and rating it, essentially, I get why people compete, 100%. Yeah. And I will at some point. But I want to be big enough to actually compete. Oh, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? So... I. Genuinely, I love the whole process of going up and down, of you're putting on weight, you're losing weight. And I like that because not a lot of people can do it, even the putting on weight. And to be fair, I think recently, like having seen other people employ the strategy of pushing up, pulling down, pushing up, pulling down, like this sort of seesaw effect. Initially, I was very, very much against that. I was like, if you're gaining, just gain, like just keep gaining, just keep gaining. Mm. Um, and then just hover when you get to your peak weight. I'm definitely, definitely against that previous strategy now. I think that the whole rinse and repeat, up and down, up and down, up and down, definitely works because every time people come back up, they always look better at that previous weight that they hit. And they're always stronger. Then they're always stronger, yeah. And most of the time you can retain plenty of your performance on on the way down. Which is like, why would you not be a bit leaner and recomp if you can maintain maintain what you've currently got in regards to tissue and strength? Um, so yeah, I think that's I, I think that's interesting for people to hear. Of course, obviously you've probably answered a million and one questions with regards to competing. Yeah, but, um, it's just I think that's refreshing I, to if hear. If you enjoy mate, doing that, like that. Just, you don't. I enjoy going to the gym because I love going to the gym. Yeah. I enjoy eating what I eat. Because I love what I eat. It's perfect. But that doesn't mean I have to go on a stage. No. So many people are driven like purely it. by the stage. You know? yeah. 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 But I'm, if you are, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a driving factor, isn't it, I guess? A motivating factor. But mm. it's just like, 
I don't, I don't think you'll ever be your best on stage. I don't think you'll ever be your best athlete, the best athlete you can be, if you're not what you just said you are. Like, if you're not motivated by the food you eat, the training you do, if you're not motivated internally by that, you, you have to have all these external things like, oh, I have to do this lift today because I want to post it on Instagram, or I have to, you know, do this because I want to copy that guy and copy this guy, you know, like... There's no reward for doing that. The rewards, like the ultimate reward in bodybuilding is like creating your physique and and that's yours. That's no one else's. Like you're not there to impress anyone else at all. Um, but I do get, I do get why people get motivated by external things like posting lifts on Instagram and things like that. I'd be lying if I said that I didn't get a bit excited every time that I post up something that I've hit as a PB on Instagram. Yeah. Right? I get excited for that shit and there's a reason why I post PBs or good lifts and mm. not shit ones is because <laughs> I, I like doing that. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to be majority internally motivated, which it sounds like you are. And by your content, mm. it, it's it's definitely like that as well because you don't blast out loads of shit. <laughs> it's, just, it's just good stuff and you tell people where you're at, which is great. Um, cool. Besides that... Um, what would you like to do with regards to like social media and things like that? Would you like to do things on a, like any bigger scale? Would you like to do more coaching? Would you like to put out any specific content in the future? Like, is there any ideas with regards to that? Yeah, I mean, I I am not ashamed to admit I fucking love social media. Yeah, like, me too. honestly, I do. Like Instagram, is like a savior, and that sounds a bit sad. But it's not. I mean, my circle of friends outside of this world is very, very small. Yeah. And I like that. <laughs> okay. However, upon the, the virtual world, my friends are endless. Yeah. Because yeah. I speak to people on there more than I speak to people in real life. Yeah, I know. And that is kind of because, I, Matt, I worked in bars for six, seven years. You fucking hate people by the end of it. Because everyone's rude. Everyone's got no fucking respect. Like, I would Someone's rather not. Drunk. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and, yeah, and alcohol into that is yeah. just, you know. It's a shitstorm. Yeah. Um, so I speak to the same people pretty much every day on Instagram, and they are the people that keep me sane sometimes. And yeah, sometimes I post up some stuff that might be, oh, he's just doing for attention, or, oh, he's upset. It's because I know I'll get messages off people that care about me. Yeah. And it makes me feel better. Yeah. You know. And I would look, I, I, I do try and post more, like, not so much informative stuff, but I just try and think of the things that people want to see. And what do people want to see all the time? Food. How do you make your oats? Um, oh, your, your client put a question up on uh, Aiden. Aiden Scanlon? Yes. He's an old client. Look, ask, man, AJ, yeah. ask AJ how he makes his oats. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Bastards. But people, at the end of the day, people love seeing what? people who are into gym eat yeah 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 but in terms of growing it i don't care if i've got followers or not like i know that the people that do follow me like the shit i post of course and if they don't like it tell me and you just fucking block me i don't care you know i'm not out to make friends really like you know to impress anyone this is just my life of course here. yeah here it is documented yeah um in terms of coaching obviously i have a full-time job um, which is long hours. Um, I sell cars. If if people didn't know, I work for Mini. If you want a Mini, you know where I'm at. Mm -hmm. um, 
so that takes up the majority of my day. And my coaching is very just limited. Yeah, ten, of ten people max. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's very, it does what it says on the tin. You want to get in shape or get in shape. Simple. Um, and I do really enjoy doing it, not because I get to see people lose weight, but change their entire life, literally. Yeah. Because food and, and nutrition and stuff does play a massive part in your confidence. Oh, like, massively, man, yeah. Relationships, everything is yeah. an, like, a, a factor of it. Yeah. And just changing that is, is really good. Yeah. I, I, do, I do enjoy it. Would I want to do it full time? I don't know. Um, maybe one day, but every day as it comes, mate. Um, but you enjoy focused. your job right now, don't you? Pretty much. I love it, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a big believer. Of, if you don't like doing something, just don't fucking do it. The people that the people that complain about the jobs, it's like well, you do have a choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can just walk out. I've walked out of loads of jobs, mate. I think, yeah, fuck this. I'm better than this. Do something else. I'm not saying that everyone go and leave their job with nothing prepared. But you have people going into the new year, it's just like not being able to pay their rent. They're thinking, oh, fuck it off. Like, yeah, I'm out of here. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Um, but yeah, I do love my job. The, the moment I don't enjoy it, I won't do it. And I'll think of something else. Long term goal, I'd love to have my own gym. That would be the fucking one. Okay. It's yeah. very, very expensive it's to do crazy, that. Crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Scott shut down. Scott shut down. Right, so we'll wrap. We'll wrap up as you know. We're getting on here. We probably need to have yeah, some, yeah. some yeah. calorically dense items of food and hit the hay. But um, but yeah, I guess we'll we'll basically um, cut off there, guys. In terms of what we've covered in this podcast, I I just want to let people know that if they want to like reach out to Christian, obviously you can. He's more than welcome to. Uh, take messages and, and people sort of asking questions or anything on Instagram if, if you want to reach out to, to Christian or ask anything. Um, obviously, thank you very much to list, for listening to this episode. It's been it's been more of like, obviously, we initially sort of set up this podcast to be potentially a little bit more about food. And it's it's more so like just a bit of an interview with, with Christian, which I think is epic because a lot of people follow you um, very closely and they want to be more aware of you and they want to hear your story. So I think a lot of people will tune into this and know you better as an individual, which is, I think, a win in my books. So, yeah, besides that, guys, um, obviously, thank you very much for tuning in. If you've watched it, share us both on your Instagram stories and we'll hopefully have multiple reposts. I'm sure we will to uh, slam on our stories and annoy everyone that doesn't want to watch us. <laughs> and then uh, a week from now, I'll start saying, have you watched this yet? Um, and do a poll <laughs> on my story. <laughs> Have really you watched likes. this yet? Yes, or getting getting to it later, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, is there anything else you wanted to say, Christian, at all? Uh, a couple of little just bits to round it off, really. Um, what I will say, there is no generic cure for these kind of things with food. No way. It's just a case of don't listen to fucking idiots on Instagram. You do what makes you happy and yeah. you do whatever structure or routine you want to do and it's like what will make you happy. But if you do think you've got a problem, always talk about it because I think vocalising something is fucking way better than 
just shutting yourself off to the world because you're just they're staying up because I've done both so I know what helps yeah yeah I I agree wholeheartedly on that I think every time that I've had an issue big or small sharing it's usually usually got me better faster and I usually feel really good after I share it initially oh mate weight lifted oh yeah it's like oh yeah yeah it so is I totally agree with that Mm. very 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 right um Cool. So we'll cap it there. It's about 10 p.m. Um, for for us, that's fairly late. For some people, that's just getting started. Right. But... Strength to solving tomorrow. Legs. I need to be fresh. Ooh, nice. I've got pull tomorrow. Big pull. Um, Are you actually training at the gym you've joined, or <laughs> what's that? Are you actually training at the gym you first joined when you moved to Birmingham? Oh, correct. I'm actually making use of the year oh. membership that I purchased. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I actually brain, really man. like it down there, mate. You know, you know what it is is like it takes you a while to make a gym feel like home. home. Yeah, and because there was so much going on when I moved here, and I was I was basically I just met Danny. I'd moved, you know, two and a half hours away from from my main family, and yeah, it's just like there was so much going on that the gym structure. I was just like, fuck, like where do I train? What do I do? And it's hard when you've got the best gyms ever around you as well. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking lucky to be. I found another one, Matt. Matt, um, um what's his surname? Ratcliffe. I think it is. Yeah, Matt Ratcliffe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Legend. Love uh, that. Went guy. to Coliseum Gym. Have you ever been there? No, never even heard of it. It's mate. in Aston. Yeah, never even heard of it. As soon as he put it up, I fucking researched it. So did I. Why, what the, why the fuck haven't we heard of that? Because it's got loads of cool kit in there. Yeah, it's got loads of good stuff, but. Um, if we go there now, he might be still performing his sets. So that oh. time of the tension. Oh yeah. yes, he'll probably be on his first set of lying hamstring curl. <laughs> it's still, he's still in the first eccentric phase. <laughs> Fucking that guy! I love that guy. Yeah, no, he does really control his reps. Fucking yeah. <laughs> I put mine um, up. It looks like I put it in fucking fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> that's a benefit of filming yourself though to be fair but yeah. um but yeah maybe we'll have to go down there at some point yeah checking out and we definitely need a session at some point mate um, yeah but yeah Honestly. other than that podcast wrapped up um thanks for listening guys and uh i'll speak to you whenever i next do another podcast that's the <laughs> usual way that you'll probably hear from me next <laughs> all right in a bit bye <laughs>